Well, pressure continues to mount on the federal government to reveal the shape of its energy market intervention, with electricity and gas prices forecast to grow 56 and 44 per cent over two years. That announcement is expected to happen on Friday afternoon, following a rescheduled National Cabinet meeting, with the result reflected in Friday's default market offer. The government is expected to implement a $12 a gigajoule price cap on wholesale gas, but its planned coal intervention is far more controversial. Queensland is one of three states pushing back against a federal government call to cap coal prices and less compensation flows, but that's at the same time as the state revealing a forecast $2.95 billion in coal royalties this year. Federal Energy Minister Chris Bowen says negotiations are ongoing. Prime Minister and the Premiers and you know all the governments, particularly those governments with uh, black coal in their jurisdictions are working hard uh, in the best interests of the country and their respective states to strike the right balance and to make sure that there is a very sensible package developed. Well, Cameron Dick is the Queensland Treasurer. Treasurer, welcome back to the program. G'day, Catherine. Great to be back on. Now, your budget update today reveals the additional three royalty tiers for coal introduced in July will pour almost $3 billion into the state's coffers this financial year. And that's about a $2 billion improvement on the figures from five months ago. Why then should the Commonwealth and other states compensate Queensland for imposing a coal price cap? Well, principally because we've done the heavy lifting Catherine, when it comes to energy generation in this country. Uh, so uh, our electricity, our electrons run south very regularly to support uh, other parts of the country. But look, we're, as Chris Bowen has quite properly said, we're engaging in a positive and constructive manner with the federal government. We're looking for that final proposal, uh, I think, as you've been indicated in your introduction. Um, and we just don't want Queensland to be worse off. Now, many of our government-owned generators, and, and we're unique in the country, we still own uh, generation capacity. We haven't privatised that along with distribution and supply of electricity across Queensland. Um, many of our government-owned generators have long-term contracts for their fuel, so below the cost caps that we've seen publicly discussed. So caps will have a marginal impact on, on those generators. But we just want to make sure that we're not disadvantaged, particularly if it's to prop up southern states that have failed to properly and responsibly develop their own natural resources. So we just want a, a fair outcome for Queensland, but we'll negotiate in, in good faith and positively with the, uh, the federal government to achieve that outcome. You make the point, Treasurer, that Queensland has done the heavy lifting, but would that jump in revenue that you noted today not be enough to cover any loss due to a price cap, which the Australian, I believe, is reporting to be about $125 a tonne? Well, as I announced today when I uh, released our mid-year budget update, we made a, a tough decision uh, in our budget in the middle of the year to increase coal royalties, to put on three new progressive tiers to ensure when coal companies were making supernormal profits that a share of that came back to regional Queensland. And as I've also announced today, the $3 billion in additional royalties from those tiers will go back to regional Queensland. We've got a growing state, Catherine. We've got uh, the highest interstate migration in uh, many, many years, uh, beating every other state in the Commonwealth. Um, we've got a very decentralised state, uh, unlike other states in the Commonwealth. So we've got to provide the electricity, the power, uh, the water, the roads, the rail system uh, for a very large and decentralised state. And, and th those parts of the state that have generated that wealth will be getting that return. Every dollar in that additional royalties will go back 
to regional Queensland. And that's very important for us. We made a tough decision to increase royalties and there's been a significant criticism of our government from a number of uh, sectors from the resources industry, but it was the right thing to do for Queensland. So we don't think that then should be shaved off um, for uh, another project or another program. Um, We also use the dividends from our generators and our electricity system to give back a a dividend to Queensland. So $175 this quarter going back to each and every Queenslander who receives electricity, whether uh, in households, to support uh, a cost of living measures. So that's the strength that we have um, because of our public ownership. So we'll work through all of these issues with with the national government. So then with respect to a price cap, what price might you consider? There's that $125 a tonne that I just quoted there that's being reported in Australia. And coal is currently selling for around $400 $400 a tonne in Australia. So what would you would what would what you come to? What level? Well, we understand there are some big proposals that will be considered by National Cabinet on Friday by Energy Ministers tomorrow. So we really have to see the full details and the, pro, the detailed proposal from the federal government before we could comment further. Uh, there's a number of things that have been been mooted, including price caps. Uh, Yesterday, the Federal Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, talked about uh, possible pathways to compensation, and and that was a positive uh, signal from the federal government. But but I think, uh, to be fair to the the Prime Minister and his team, uh, we need to look at the details of what they're proposing, and I don't really want to preempt that. There's been some discussions at officer levels, but we need to see that proposal at a government level, and then we'll work through what that means for Queensland. So there's a couple of important days coming up. We understand the pressure on families. It's why we've given a dividend back to Queenslanders. We understand the pressure on families and businesses, and we want to do our bit uh, to help uh, ease the pressure on them when it comes to power prices, but we don't want to disadvantage Queensland. And, and naturally, that's what, what people in our state would expect of our government. On RN Drive, the Queensland Treasurer Cameron Dick is here talking about the energy market intervention. You just spoke about uh, compensation to the states uh, then, uh, Treasurer. Your federal counterpart, Jim Chalmers, yesterday suggested the government would be willing to offer fair compensation to the states. The focus is on regulation. Uh, If that requires some kind of sensible, uh, responsible, time-limited contribution from the Commonwealth budget, well, of course, we would contemplate that. Uh, But it's not a blank cheque. So what would you then see as fair compensation? We just heard from the the Federal Treasurer, they're saying it's not a blank cheque. What does, you know, protecting Queensland's position look like when it comes to compensation? Well, Catherine, we'd have to look at the final... A proposal from the federal government. Now, uh, the federal treasurer, and I work closely with Jim, we actually represent the same community in different parliaments. Uh, so I work closely with Jim and he's uh, he's working very hard, I know, with his colleagues to try and uh, resolve this in a positive fashion and, and, and we're, we're contributing to that um, the best we can. But we'd really need to know what's the regulatory measure uh, that the federal government's looking to impose. What does it look like for gas? And, and we obviously have a, a very big gas industry in Queensland. Uh, and what does it mean for coal-fired power generation as well if we're going to get a capped price for coal? So we really uh, want to make sure that, that we, we work through all of those details and just to ensure that any solution doesn't disadvantage Queensland. So we'll work through that and, uh, and, and we think we'll be able to work and add to a positive outcome, but we need to get that fine grain. And, and we know that's happening tomorrow. Firstly, at energy ministers, mm. 
meeting and then we're at the National Cabinet meeting that's happening on Friday. Mm, before we talk about National Cabinet, I, I just want to talk about the, the rebates that are currently being offered by Queensland on household bills of $175 and that's costing, I think, $385 million this year. Wouldn't it be more effective to reduce the starting price rather than retrospectively address it? Well, well, our generators uh, run as part of a national electricity market. So we are connected uh, to the national market. We have to operate within uh, the national rules and regulations as set down by the uh, Australian Energy Regulator and uh, the national energy market. So we're part of that. Uh, and we can't disentangle ourselves. We're not going to disengage. We're not going to turn off the interconnector that runs between Queensland and New South Wales. So so we have to be part of that market. We have to be uh, subject to the same price pressures and our government-owned corporations have to operate as corporations under the, uh, the Government-Owned Corporations Act in Queensland. So uh, that's how they've operated. That's how they'll continue to operate. Um, but but the, the, the thing for Queensland, of course, is because they are publicly owned, we, we reinvest those dividends back into Queensland, either by a direct investment or direct payment to Queenslanders or what we did this year in our budget when I announced our budget in June. All of the dividends from all of our government-owned corporations are reinvested. So I didn't take any of it to, to, to support the bottom line of the government, uh, our operating position. We allowed them to reinvest. And why are we doing that? Because we're going through a, the most significant energy transformation in our history in Queensland, a $62 billion energy and jobs plan to move to closing coal-fired power by 2035. Mm. That's a massive project in our state. And we're, and we're allowing those GOCs to reinvest those money, that money into a, a new transmission grid, uh, the super grid for Queensland, um, big batteries that they need to store power, um, different forms of generation, uh, particularly solar and wind. So we're using that money, uh, not in as happens in other states where the money's private, uh, generations privately owned, so we sure. either go to uh, shareholders in Australia or overseas, yeah. that money goes back to Queenslanders. So that's very important for yeah. us too. So, so just from my understanding and our listeners' understanding of your answer to the first part there, are you saying a cap won't work because of the way the national grid is set up? No, I, I think all of those, those, I'm not saying that, all of those issues are being examined now right. by our energy ministers and by first ministers and, and they have to be properly examined. We understand what the federal government's trying to do. Um, we, we, we want to support that, but we need to see the detail of that proposal and hammer that out to get the right outcome, sure. not just for Queensland, but uh, we want to contribute and play our role for, for a positive national outcome. And sure. that's, what, that's what we're working through okay. at the moment. And just finally, and very uh, briefly, Cameron, I mean, are you confident that an agreement will be reached by Friday? We know that the, the federal government wants something reached by, by Christmas, but there seems to be a lot of sticking points and challenges. Look, I think I think it really depends on uh, the detail again. I'm, I'm not trying to avoid your question, um, but it is a, a really complicated mechanism to 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 deal with the the cost of energy. We all want the outcome. We all want the pressure to be relieved on householders, families, and business. Uh, so I think we're all in agreement on that. The question is, what are the mechanisms, measures, and policies? including regulatory policies, you implement to do that. And so that's what we're waiting for. That's what we'll work on. Uh, and we will play our role uh, constructively to get an outcome. We'll be watching these meetings on Thursdays and Friday with keen interest here on RN Drive. But for now, Cameron Dick, thank you very much for your time.
Thank you, Catherine. My pleasure. Cameron Dick is the Queensland Treasurer. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.